Welcome back, listeners. Today, we are going to be talking about the top 10 friendliest cat breeds. So, dogs are man's best friends. What are cats? While dogs are usually described as loyal, friendly, and devoted, cats are more often described as independent and ambivalent, even by those that love them the most. But while cats may play up their nonchalant repetition, they're hiding unconditional love and affection beneath that facade. After all, a 2019 research study published the Journal of Current Biology found that cats are just as strongly bonded to us as dogs or infants. That means they're not fooling anyone. If you're looking for a cat that's naturally, naturally sociable, however, you should know that certain breeds have a more affectionate and admirable personalities. Listen to our list of the friendliest cat breeds to learn more. Whereas the American Kennel Club recognizes nearly 200 dog breeds, cat breeds aren't as well established. The Cat Fanciers Association, CFA, currently recognizes 45 cat breeds included. The overpopular American Shorthair and the Exotic Bengal. These breeds span a wide range of personality types from the curious and athletic to fun-loving and intelligent to vocal and insistent and of course some breeds are known for their loving, sweet, and people-friendly personalities. Here are the 10 friendliest cat breeds. Number one on our list is the Maine Coon. I have a mix Maine Coon cat that's a Maine Coon tabby mix. Maine Coons are recognizable by their large size and tufted paws and ears. Maine Coons are also the gentle giants of the cat fancy, according to the cat fancy, according to the CFA. Though these cats may be large, they're known known for their affectionate, known for being affectionate with other cats, people, children, and dogs. In general, they don't mind snuggling up to your lap. And they like to show their love through chirps, trills, and other sounds. They're also quite smart. Some people consider them dog-like because they can learn to respond to basic commands, unlike most cats. The Maine Coon also has an affinity to water, so don't be surprised if you see them playing in their water bowl or shower. For example, my Maine Coon mix, he walks on a leash. He plays fetch with a ball. He has dog toys, like little squeaky dog toys, or little ones that are like for chihuahuas. He chews it up. We have to replace it probably about once every two weeks. He takes baths. If I turn the shower on, at the end of my shower, I have to leave it on trickle for him to play in it. If I don't give him a regular shower or bath, he will dump his water bowl out on himself and he will drench himself. I have to leave either the sink trickling down or the tub faucet trickling down because he wants to be able to get himself wet every now and then if i don't do these he'll make a mess with his water bowl so i'd rather him be able to get a little damp than have to clean up the water bowl because i don't only have water bowls on tile floors i also have water bowls in bedrooms and cleaning that off of carpet is that's not a fun game to play so, I leave options for him to be able to 
get himself wet in plain water in other options such as the bathroom and whatnot. Coming in second place is the Siamese. According to the CFA, the Siamese cat is known for its striking blue eyes, inquisitive personality, and loving nature. The CFA calls the Siamese the quintessential people cat. Sorry, I am also reading my notes and I have a hard dyslexia and have a hard time reading some words and some of these words are kind of big. I know I should be able to read these words, but words get mixed up and so I apologize with that. But with these cats, they won't be on your lap or they want to be on your lap in your lap, on your bed, or at your table, and they want to talk to you while you're doing it. They are, they are also very vocal and talkative. They're known for the variety of sounds they make and their willingness to meow at you to get your attention. Beyond that, Siamese are extremely loyal and affectionate. They're likely to get attached to their people. In the house, though, they might be more cautious to strangers. They also, they also pair well with other cats who help the Siamese expel their energy and curb their anxiety when they're home alone. So I had a cat that was a Siamese tabby mix. She is my past cat. She was the most vocal cat I ever owned. She was very fond and she was attached to my mother. She would not leave her side. She had to be with her. My mom had to put her recliner chair, um, leg rest up, and she was set on my mom's lap. But if anyone new came in the house, oh my goodness, she would throw a fit. She was not a mean cat. She would not swipe at anyone ever, but she made it well known that she did not want visitors in the house. She would throw a fit. She'd scream. She'd hiss. She'd run off and hide. She just did not like visitors. No strangers allowed in the house. If you do not live there, you are not welcome. She'd be like, I don't know you. Who is you? Get out. So, these characteristics are very much adding up with the cats that I have owned. Now, coming in third place is the Abyssinian. Abyssinians are one of the oldest known cat breeds. Their history takes dates back to ancient Egypt. Today, they are also known for being lap cats, then for being loyal companions that want to do whatever you're doing. In general, Abbeys are people-oriented, not to mention extremely smart. They love to be center, the center of attention, and they're happy to learn and perform tricks. They're usually curious and playful, so while these cats are devoted family members, they can get bored very easily. You don't want to leave any Abbey cats home alone for a long time. You should make sure to have regular playtime with these felines. These cats are now, so I've never personally owned one, but I do follow a lot of cat pages on my Instagram page. And these are the cats you probably see who are doing a lot of tricks, who are doing a lot of flips, who learn to play like who learn to play things like memory games and whatnot 
They're usually a light caramel brown color. They've got pretty big size ears. Not like ginormous ears, but their ears are long rather than wide. They're like kind of wide at the base and go long or up top. They got pretty good sized eyes, more of a triangular face, so kind of more more rounded at the top but go down in a triangular shape. I am not the greatest at explanation. I know one when I see one. I can pretty much identify a cat when I see one. Now coming in number four, we have the ragdoll. Ragdolls are gentle, laid-back cats that love to follow you wherever you go. They're great lap cats who've never been known to greet fam- who've been known to greet family members at the door. Plus, they can learn to play fetch. Known for their sweet temperaments, ragdolls get along nicely with other cats as well as dogs. Their gentle nature also makes them well suited to families with children and seniors. While they're playful, they're not overly active. They prefer to hang out on the floor instead of finding a high perch to rest. So we have a, they're usually pretty fluffy, a lot of times mistaken as a Persian. But not quite a Persian. A lot of times they'll have their ears back or they have shorter legs. Kind of look like a midget cat in a sense. <clears throat> they're very distinct. You'll, you'll know when you have a ragdoll cat. They're very adorable. They're playful, but laid back. So like a lazy playful, if that makes sense. And coming in five, we have the Sphinx. Yes, that is your naked cat. And it's known as the hairless cat. The Sphinx is unmistakable. They're friendly, outgoing, and smart. They also love to be the center of attention. They might even get in trouble just to make sure you're watching. With their love of attention, the Sphinx can be mischievous and silly, but they're also very affectionate. They always want to be spending time with you or showing off for you, and though they're curious and playful, they love to snuggle up in a warm spot when they get tired. So if you have a Sphinx and you think they want to have the air conditioner on because you're hot, probably not. They don't have a fur coat on all the time. They probably want to wear sweaters, actually. These are the kind of cats I'll probably enjoy wearing clothes. They probably enjoy wearing a shirt. They probably enjoy it if you were to knit them a sweater, or even go to your nearest pet store and buy them a little sweater or a shirt. Because they're cold. You'll have to probably rub lotion, like pet lotions, not just not just like your bath and body works smelly rose. You don't want to put that on them. Those have chemicals in them that will be toxic to your cat when he when he or she licks them off when they go to groom themselves because they will groom a lot these cats have more potential to drying skin more potential to sunburn because they want to be in warm places so they'll most likely perch themselves in your window and what's the window have the sun what's the sun have radiation so they are more prone to get skin cancer yes kitties can get skin cancer they have skin they can have radiation exposure they could get cancer Coming in number six is the Persian. Persians are one of the most popular cat breeds, known for their sweet and gentle personalities and adorable expressions. These long-haired cats tend to prefer it when it's calm and quiet, which makes them excellent lap cats. 
Persians also love routines and are generally well-behaved companions. They like spending time with you and finding a favorite place to curl up for a nap. They can sometimes be playful, but they're not overly demanding. And they don't have a repetition for getting into trouble. They're pretty, pretty laid back. Plus, while they're not as chatty as some of the other breeds on our list, they're known for their melodic, melodic chirps when they do feel like talking. So, they're not going to sit there walking around, meh, meh, meh. They're like, it's more what they're going to be like doing. They're not really going to be like meowing, yelling at you. They're going to just chirp, chirp, chirp. And this I do find true. I have had Persians throughout my life. I've had a couple. My grandmother has had a few Persians. And they are been the sweetest cats. And I've had quite a few cats growing up throughout my life. Coming in number seven on our list is the Burmese. The Burmese are affectionate cats who want to spend as much time with their families as possible. According to the CFA, they have such an irresistible appeal that they've long been known for winning over people who thought they didn't like cats. That's right. You could come into a house like, I don't like cats. But you lay your eyes on a Burmese, you sit down on a couch in a house that has Burmese, this cat's gonna be like, bet you do now. They're also energetic, almost dog-like, and known to enjoy games of fetch. They're smart and confident and love to be active family. They love to be active family members. They're they like to follow you from room to room, cuddle up on your lap, and sleep in your bed. So, s- sorry cat parents, you got a cat bed for me? <laughs> I'm a laugh in your face at that. Oh, but you got a bed? Sorry spouse, that's where I'm sleeping, you can have the cat bed. They also get along well with children as well as other cats and dogs. For many Burmese cat owners, just one of these felines isn't enough. So, if you're looking to be a one-cat household, and you get a Burmese, you're going to either have a really depressed kitty, or they're going to get in a lot of trouble. Because they're going to tell you, I am a lonely human. Either get me another cat, or get me a dog. One or the other. Or at least have a child in the household. They cannot be an only youngin'. They gotta have some other energetic release and just you playing with them you think you may think that you're playing with them enough but i promise you you are not playing with your cat enough you most likely have a job or school or you will get exhausted of playing with your cat because i promise you your cat is not gonna i know you've seen the you've probably seen that instagram video where the cat is picking up the stick and playing with it by himself Has any of your cats ever done that? Probably not. So, a Burmese is most likely not going to do that for himself. Pick up his stick and play with it by himself. And if he ever does, it's going to be a one-time thing. And you'll be lucky to even catch it on video. It's most likely a security camera, a nanny cam that's catching those. Most of my videos that I ever catch are anomalies. I never catch good videos of my cats, and ones I do... 
are my security cameras that are catching them or I'm not even recording my cat I'm recording something else and it catches the cat in the background I'm like well I'm not posting the other thing I was getting on cropping that out and getting my kitty because that was a great catch coming in number eight is the Berman another blue-eyed beauty the long-haired Berman is exceptionally sweet gentle and sociable Bermans love to be with people and they're great at socializing with humans as well as other animals they're also easygoing and patient which makes them great choice for families with children plus though they thrive on attention Berman cats are generally quiet like some of the other cats on our list they're known for having more of a chirp-like voice than a meow than than a meow they do speak up sometimes though it may come to you as a surprise sometimes we are used to them just walking around chirp 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 but like if you ignore them and you're not listening to them or they really want something they're gonna meow at you they're gonna speak up they're gonna be like yo human give me that food yo human clean up my pooper box or I need some water or I know you got treats sitting in that cabinet get them to me and their appearance kind of looks like they are a Persian mixed with a Siamese so a lot of people might think that they have a Persian Siamese crossbreed but most times you have a Burman another one is an exotic short hair sweet quiet and affectionate the exotic short hair is very similar to the Persian cat who's bred in almost the same way except for their coat exotic short hairs are loyal companions who love to spend time with you however they're not overly demanding they prefer to quietly ask you for attention they're playful fun loving and generally easygoing but they're not very talkative instead they're known for making quiet squeaky meows because of their adaptability and general friendliness exotic short hairs can fit in with with families of all kinds so if you're a quiet family couple who just homebodies and you're home all the time oh they're perfect for you if you're busy working all the time they're perfect for you if you've got a big family with lots of kids they're perfect for you if you just started your family and you've got a new baby they're perfect for you whatever your family situation is they are perfect for you now their look is they kind of look like a persian but kind of like grumpy cat's face but like an old man that makes sense face looks like an old man grumpy old man's face but they are adorable now i'm not great at explaining these you kind of got to look them up so look up as an exotic short hair this picture I'm, I'm, I'm explaining this by this picture i'm seeing and i don't remember exotic short hairs looking like this because i'm pretty sure i had an exotic short hair i had i had a blue gray exotic short hair and he didn't have a grumpy old man face so i'm slightly confused he was a chubby old boy whose face was not old manish who was just an exotic short hair blue gray blue gray is just kind of sometimes based off the coat 
color too. It's not necessarily always a breed. It's a lot of times based off the coat. So, I don't know what the folded old man face is there. Just a grumpy old man. And coming in at number 10 is our Scottish fold. Not only are Scottish folds adorable, they're adaptable, sweet, and loving companions. These cats are quiet and docile and aren't demanding in any sense. They get along happily with other cats and dogs as well as children. In fact, the Scottish Fold is likely to prefer having a companion. They don't like being left at home alone for long periods of time. And while they're occasionally playful, they usually like to perch on your lap or gently snuggle up to you. Despite their quiet personality, these cats are pretty laid back and they can adjust to new people or situations with ease. So like these so if you're looking to be a one cat family, I'm not really suggesting a Scottish fold. It's great to have either another puppy in the house or a dog that'll give him attention or another cat. You can also tell by how your cat responds if you should be a one cat cat household or a two cat household. Cause some not this isn't isn't a set rule for all these kinds of cats. Because there are some cats that I, I have met, some Scottish folds that are just, nope, I am not going to be existent with another cat. And there are some cats that are well known to be generally one cat household type of cats, but they need another companion. So they've had to be with other companions. It kind of just depends on their personalities. It goes along with the same concept of like with zodiacs. Not everybody's zodiac fits with their that person. Everybody's zodiac can be different. So kind of just gauge your cat's personality and behaviors to find out if you should be a one cat household or a multiple pet cat or pet household. It kind of just depends on their personality. Now we're going to go over on how to choose a cat for your family. When you're looking for a feline friend to join your family, it's important to remember that there are many factors in addition to friendliness that can go into deciding which cat breed is right for you. Though these breeds are also known for their friendly personalities, all cats are different. So it can be helpful to talk to a breeder or shelter for more information about specific cats that you may be interested in bringing home. At the end of the day, any cat lover will tell you that you play a large role in shaping your cat's personality. Give them the love and affection they need and they will give it right back. So, my cats, they are my... My cat Tiberius, he spends more time around me. He has become me in every shape of the way. He follows me everywhere I go in the house and he has my anxiety, little butthead. He ha- he wakes up the exact time I wake up every day, no matter what day it is, whether I'm home or not, he has to wake up the same time. And now Pennywise is around my mom more often. He is taking her treats. She is a snacker. And 
even though I say no to the snacks and treats all the time, even if they give me the cutest meow ever and do a little flip, they don't literally flip in the air, but they do their cute little dolphin stands and try to do the cutest little sweetest squeaky meow to me. I say, no, you haven't done a good deed. No, we it's not. We have timed treat times. No, we haven't done clicker training. Just because you're begging for it every hour does not mean we get it. But my mom, on the other hand, when I'm not paying attention, she decides and says, oh, but that was such a cute meow. Oh, but you hugged on my leg. Oh, but you dolphin hugged me. You dolphin kissed me. Her response always is, oh, but that was so cute. Let me give you treats. You deserve it because you're so cute. He's gained three pounds. Because pretty much every hour she gives it to him. One, that's cost us extra money each month, week, day. Two, he's gaining a bunch of weight. Three, we have a vet appointment soon. We're going to find out if his cholesterol has gone up. And I told her, and I said, and I told her, I said, what if I have kids? And my kids come up to you and say, Grandma, I want candy. Please, can I have candy? I love you. Are you going to give them candy? She goes, no, that's different. I said, it's no different than this. These are my kids. Even though they're not speaking human they might as well be and that's the same thing so what you're so what i'm getting at is yes you're treating your teaching your cat's behavior so he's learned the spoiled behavior because he's around her more often because she watches him while while i'm at work because i'm in a salon for 12 hours a day and i don't want to leave i don't leave the cats together by themselves because they get into mischief they're like they're like brothers of the same age and one has cognitive development issues. And by himself, when he's together with his brother, he gets into cognitive development issues, so he has to go into his base camp. But if brother is in the same house as him, he will dig at his door. A cat gate does not stop him. He'll just jump over it, because everybody knows cat is not like a dog. You can't just put a gate up and be like, oh, stay away, bro. Stay away, kitty. Cats will jump over a gate. But or slip through the little slats. So based on how you train your cat, raise your cat, is how their behaviors will be. If you're yelling at your cat, I I 100% promise you they will act out more. Cats react more to punishing bad behavior than they do to praising good behavior. So if you want your cat to start responding well to you and start doing good behaviors praise good behavior do not punish bad behavior do not ever use a spray bottle i promise you spray bottles will just get your cat to freak out because i 90 percent of pe- people a large amount of people use spray bottles to get ready in the morning to water their plants you're getting your you're, you're getting your hair ready you need to get those flyaways down get those tangles out whatever you be doing to your hair your cat's not going to want to get ready with you in the morning your 
cat's gonna run away when you're watering your plants. You don't want that, do you? You want your cat to be afraid of you? Don't use a spray bottle. And your cat's gonna act out. Because they realize you're giving them attention. But if you're giving them attention, positive attention for when they do good things, then they'll start doing those good things more often. Like, hey, when I do positive things, I get attention from human. So I'm going to do positive things. So like when they do, we know they are not chewing up or scratching up the furniture. Give them a treat. When you notice they're not climbing up on the counters where they're not supposed to be, give them a treat. If they have bathroom issues and they're not going to the bathroom inside their cat box, but you notice they start going to the bathroom in their cat box and they're not going on their clothes. When they're going to the bathroom properly, where they're needing to go, give them a treat. Don't yell at them. Don't throw stuff at them. Don't st- Do not slap your cat. Don't spank them. Just reward positive behavior. Do not punish bad behavior. Don't yell at your cat. Don't try not to show negative behavior towards them. Because they're not humans. They don't understand. All they see is great. My human is upset. My big creature... My caregiver is upset, mad. Let me act out more. Let me get their attention. That's all they see. But when you show positive behavior for their... When you show rewards for their positive behavior, they think, hey, I do this and I get a reward. Hey, I do this and I get a positive reaction. I'm going to keep doing that. That's all I've got to say. I hope this podcast was helpful and educational for you today tune in next week for another podcast i hope y'all had a magical day